Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. In Europe and the Middle East, soaring interest rates and political unease everywhere. What should investors do? Putting your money into cash will earn you nothing and property is flatlining. One of the biggest investors in the country is, of course, Irish Life, which manages the pension funds for millions of people. And Anthony McGuinness is Irish Life's chief investment officer. Good morning, Anthony. Good morning, Joe. I think that investors are, you think that investors are facing something of a paradigm shift in the markets. What, what did you mean? Yeah, so in our recent investment outlook for, um, for 2023, we spoke to three key changes we felt that were going to influence markets and the investment outlook uh, over the coming near term to medium term. Was so that five years or something? Yeah, three to five years, mm. effectively. Um, so in that, there's three key points. So the first of this is the normalisation that we've seen in interest rates globally in, in terms of combating inflation. I like the way you call it normalisation. The rest of us call it hiking of interest rates. Significant hiking. Like yeah. it's a, the highest hiking cycle we've seen in 40 years right. from the Fed and the ECB. Um, and that, we feel, means that we're the end of free money, effectively, the era of free money, which has buoyed investment markets for the last number of years. Unnaturally, probably. Yes, it's lifted valuation significantly. It's been a boom in terms of investment. Um, we've seen that right across both public markets and private markets. And that reset in terms of interest rates is something that we feel is a bit of a, more of a headwind for investment returns going forward. It does create some opportunities in the fixed income space and bonds uh, for investors, but it definitely is a headwind for in terms of all assets, all risk assets rising in tandem that we saw stimulated from QE and, and excess liquidity coming from central banks. Okay, a lot to unpack there. Let's start with interest rates. I presume you think they will stay at these levels now for a while and won't be retreating back to zero at any point. Yeah, we we do believe now, you're seeing very strong guidance from the central banks, both in the Fed and the ECB, that this this higher level of interest rates is likely to stay in terms of, you know, higher for longer. Mm -hmm. Um, We're seeing that being priced into the market. You know, earlier this year, people were, the market was anticipating that you see significant cuts from both the Fed and the ECB into 2024. They, those those kind of expectations have now pulled back somewhat. We still expect interest rate cuts of some form next year, but we're likely to see these peak level rates persist for some time. And that's it, that's imp- impacting longer dated bonds and fixed income interest rates. So we've seen now 10-year rates in the US reach nearly 5% um, and longer at 30 years. So these, the last seen, last seen in 2007 with, with bond yields at that level. Yeah, we're going back 15 years plus. Um, to, and we know how that rates. ended in 2007. Yes, but we also saw interest rates materially reduce. Mm. So there's a lot of uncertainty around the st- whether inflation is going to you know, come down to the targets that the central banks want. Mm. They are very steadfast in terms of determination to bring it there. So they're likely to hold rates for higher for longer. Mm-hmm. But we do anticipate that or see that now as a, an interesting entry point for both defined benefit pension schemes, but also in our own MAPS funds, we're allocating to fixed income. What are MAPS funds? MAPS funds are our multi-asset portfolios that we manage for DC investors and for... Uh, DC investors are defined contributions, in other words, money purchase scheme and pension schemes. For pension schemes, uh, for savers, investors who are looking to place money in the market um, to beat cash effectively. Mm. Um, in, because in, you're not going to get much from cash. Well, interest rates are... Interest rates on the bank side are are low relative to where the ECB rate is. Mm-hmm. Um, when we look out the the you know out to three year, five year terms, ten year terms, we're seeing much more interesting interest rates and offer from from bonds. 
those 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 rates are higher because of risk. Okay, risk of inflation, risk of uncertainty about central bank policy. But when we look back, you know, two years ago we were having negative interest rates in German bonds. Yeah. We're now up at nearly close to three percent in Germany. Yeah. You know, we're close to five percent in the US. These are interesting entry points, I think, for investors because a they provide income. And secondly, we believe that if we do see a turn in the economic environment, if we do see a harder landing, then actually it's priced into the market for the US and others, that those bond yields will fall, which can provide protection for investors. Uh, do you think now we are in, in an unstoppable phase of deglobalization? Yeah, I think, you know, there's been four hammer blows for deglobalization. You saw Brexit, you saw the rise of Trump in the US and trade tariffs against China. We saw vulnerabilities of supply chains around COVID. Mm. And, you know, now we saw the weaponization of energy supply chains post the war in Ukraine. Yeah. And you're seeing a more multipolar world. There is definitely a shift towards nearshoring. There's certain beneficiaries of that, um, a shift away from China towards, you know, Mexico, India, in terms of central bases for the West to lean into in terms of production of goods, yeah. access to... So India could be a good bet? Well, India is a interesting bet. It's very highly valued, that market at the moment, which brings its own risks. Uh, Overvalued? Highly valued. <laughs> but that's pricing in, I suppose, this shift in terms of uh, global trade links and this move to nearshoring or friendshoring. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there, for us, we believe it leads to two things. One, a redrawing of supply chains, mm -hmm. which is ultimately going to be inflationary over yes. the long term. So it probably leads to a higher structural level because of inflation. Because it costs you more to make things uh, closer to home. Yes. Now, it's not going to happen overnight, but there definitely is a tilt towards companies looking globally to have security of supply chain over just pure cost of supply chain yeah. as, a, as a determinant. And that's also likely to lead to more geopolitical tension. You know, as we see supply chains redrawn and shift away from globalisation, deglobalisation, it can lead to this tension which we, you know, are seeing, uh, seeing across the globe. Anthony, thank you so much for that assessment. That's Anthony McGuinness, the Irish Life Chief Investment Officer. That's it for now. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.